Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week in our Gangbuster News Week, uh, American Idol came to Disney Springs last week to start casting for the new show. Eight Disney restaurants are honored by Wine Spectator, and one family decides to spend 30 days staying at different Disney resorts each night, completely ripping off something I did 17 years ago. Um, sorry. Am I, was that bitter? It was a little, was a little bitter. bitter. But I did. I did but that. Accurate. I did it 17 years ago. As we just talked about people being bitter. <laughs> bitter. Party of one. Um, also, Steve Porter is going to join us a little later on from Disney Springs with a construction update. And we're going to discuss this week's hot topic on Disboards.com. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 952 for the week of August 22nd, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Teresa Eccles. Hey. Julie Martin. Hi. Hey, y'all. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. And our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. So, uh, welcome, everyone. Hope you all had a good weekend. Uh, how, how was your weekend, everybody? It was good. It was 85% darker than usual. <laughs> well, okay, so that was a good... I, I like all this insanity over oh, the eclipse, and I'm like, okay, it got cloudy for about 12 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm like, I mean, I get it was in a, a big deal because it's the first time in almost 100 years that uh, a, a, a solar eclipse has uh, crossed the continental United States. That was the big deal. It's not like the first time in 100 years that it's happened, but... I just went back to watch. I've been binge watching Game of Thrones this weekend, so I just went back to watching that. I'm like, uh, okay, that's cool. Okay, I did it. I thought it was cool when they showed like the first time it happened in Oregon, where they you could see the corona and you could see the solar flares. That was cool. But by the time it got to Florida, it was just like you said, a cloudy day. Yeah, it was just sad. I and we like like nitwits. We're out back with a piece of cardboard with a hole in it. You did not. We did. Because oh, I'm science about guy, it. so I'm like, you're a science the, guy. Yeah. So we got to put the. Degree in chemistry. Yeah, well, I know, so, but I don't, I don't, you need a haircut. So we did the Maybe pinhole tomorrow. camera, and I showed it to Kevin. That he could <laughs> the see time's the run out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I stayed inside and looked out the window. Meanwhile, both of my girls are out in the front going, I'm staring right at it, Mom. I'm staring right at it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Let me... I got to be honest, after I had my problem with my yeah. retinas, yeah. I, uh, there was no way. Yeah. I, I, no. I went outside and wouldn't even look up. I looked me at the either. ground the entire time. I was scared to death. I was going to go the, blind. The, the light changed. It was kind of weird. It did the light gray. change. But it's like everybody. It was a different light. It really was. It wasn't cloudy. It was more like everything had a gray cast to it. It was kind of cool. But it was cool for about three seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, all right. I found it interesting that Orange County and Brevard County, two that I know of, gave the kids an excused absence if they didn't want to come to school yesterday. Really? Well, that's yeah. because Were they, they thought, afraid like that something bad was going to happen? They thought like, like Audrey three was going to show up. <laughs> well, sorry. actually, <laughs> I have a friend who said her kid was her child was going to camp, mm-hmm. and um, 
she was very concerned that they had a plan for the kids because you know, no matter how many times you, you tell a kid not to touch a hot stove, yeah. the very first thing they want to do is touch the hot stove. Well, they stove. kept it. This is hot. They kept them all in. And you could, I picked up Stella early. And um, I had to sign this special paper that I was going to let her. And not look at the sun. <laughs> you know, she's now my responsibility if something happens. Oh, I just yeah. think that's why they did, they gave them the Is option. she ever not your responsibility? Well, well, meaning, about, right. you know, meaning about the Once eclipse. she stepped out of that classroom into the semi-dark sky, you know. It would be very hard to manage that many children right not looking up. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I think the problem is they thought it was going to be like animals and they thought all the kids were going to go to sleep thinking that it was nighttime. Right. It was dark for 20 minutes. Finley was afraid. She hid in her closet. She closed the curtains in her room and her blinds to make sure that Penny couldn't look at the sun, our cat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. So it got very Lord of the Flies at your house, didn't it? (laughs) It was different. All right. So um, uh, I've uh, I've decided to scale back a little bit on on housekeeping Uh, each week. They've been getting a little long uh, for my taste. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of just pare it back a little bit rather than go through the litany of shows we do every week. If you want to see all the shows that we produce, uh, just head over to disunplugged.com and you'll find them all there, uh, all different topics ranging from dining to Disneyland and so on. Um, but uh, head over to disunplugged.com for that and you can find all our shows. And there's that. Um, outside of that, does anybody have anything for housekeeping they need to? Yeah, I got something to say. Twisty treats still not open. I've, I've lost okay, all. Okay, does anybody have anything important? For how, I'm trying to cut it back and get like the fluff okay, out. And well, you're talking about ice cream. I'm glad we didn't plug my show <laughs> so that she could talk about Twisty treats. Yeah, right. You asked. You didn't say anything but Teresa. So I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done. Is there anything? Is there anything else for house? No, nothing else. Right. Okay, we have to get right to these fascinating. I know. I got to tell you, this is one of the worst weeks for news. I've seen in a long time, and we've seen some doozies this year. Hasn't it been that way for a while? I feel like the no, last time no, I was here, it wasn't that great. It, it's you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, you know, we've, you know, we've had some good stuff. We've had some good stuff to talk about, but um, this this is just one turd after another. So, um, <laughs> Wow. That's how rapid fires were this week. <laughs> it was like... It's just, yeah. So we have to, we have to try and make it interesting. Mm. Stretch. All right. Okay. Our first news story... One family embarks on 30 stays in 30 days at the Walt Disney World Resort. The Gee family, also known as the Bucketless family, made the incredible decision back in August of 2015 to sell all of their belongings, including leaving their home in Utah, to embark on a family adventure around the world. The family has since traveled to more than 45 countries, and the next leg of their journey is taking them to the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, where they are planning on staying at a different resort hotel each night for the next 30 days. August 15th was their first night, and they stayed at Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside. You can keep up with their adventure by visiting Disney30days30stays.com, and those 30s are actually the number 30, where you'll find more details, including which resorts they're staying at, as well as links to their YouTube and Instagram social media channels, so you can follow along too. And this is apparently this part must be sponsored by Disney because when you go to that website, it's on the official Disney website. Oh yeah, I'm and sure. it's all like this official Disney stuff. But what I was alluding to in the intro was that we did this back in September of 2000. Thirty days around, around the world, the world in thirty days. 
Um, Dreams Unlimited was not even a year old yet. Uh, the Diz was barely was just over three years old at that point. I'm, like I'm talking about my kids, um, and I, you know, we, we had this idea to do this thing where we stayed in each Disney resort at least one night, and then the seven night cruise had just launched on Disney Cruise Line. The Magic had just launched, and we said, okay, we'll do a seven night cruise, and then we'll spend at least one night at each Disney resort on property. We were doing what would now be called blog entries every day. We did all these videos. Um, somewhere, I ha- and I know where they are, um, I have all the original tapes. And it's tapes because that's what they went on in those days. It wasn't on hard drive. Digital. It wasn't, yeah. It was um, physical tape. Uh, you know, we should. That would be a good project for Rhino. Oh, well, what? I would like to know the end game with these folks. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, okay. I know, want to know how this they've ends sold up. all their stuff. Right. Yeah, once they're yeah. once Where their do little they trip go ends. So let's assume, right? They must have taken these children out of school. There's no school. They're right? not, not in school, school age. They're not in school yeah. anymore. Okay. Uh, no, they're not school that age, are they? Child looks pretty uh, big. No, that's, that's about a four-year-old. That's, that's a four and three-year-old. I was thinking four and two, but so let's completely say that. So now they have no income except for what they've sold. They have no cushion for something bad goes wrong. Oh, we don't know any of that. Maybe they were the inventors of the sham wow and they're millionaires. <laughs> we don't know. Wow. The slanket. All right, all right. All no, right. they did the slanket. They're the slanket family. <laughs> okay. I had a butt pillow. I had a whole thing in my head about what was going to happen. Well, your backstory don't work. Yeah. Did they I think homeless? they're being sponsored everywhere they go. I thought they to go 30, a- 30 alleys in 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> or work in the pole or something like that. I don't know where those kids oh, don't are going to go there. I think like they're that. taking advantage while their kids aren't school age, yeah. obviously, because it's voluntary for three-year-olds three year olds, and four-year-olds. But once you're five, I mean, your kid has to go to kindergarten they're unless American, they're planning right? to homeschool during their little worldly adventures. I they, think they're being sponsored they everywhere they go. No, Disney has something to do with this because I was on Instagram yesterday and the Disney Walt Disney World's official Instagram story is this family you just keep tapping and it keeps yeah it keeps yeah, them no, this is all they're, they're not taking the instagram yeah. somebody else is taking the instagram so of the family was, was they approached disney and said we want to do this and disney is giving them the hotel rooms mm-hmm. most likely i would imagine well, i would imagine young cute family why not use and abuse them i guess well, <laughs> oh, use and abuse what do you well, think goes you know, on put them advertising that's what it is yeah well and it's cute well good for them yep Good for that. I like to travel. I think it sounds very stressful to move to a different hotel every day. Back when we we did it, it wasn't as many hotels. It was still crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it was like you check in, you do something, and you check right back out. Mm -hmm. What did you say they've been going for 40 40 countries? 45 countries. 45 countries in the last two years. Two years. They started this in August of 2015. Those Um, kids were babies. Wow. Uh, I mean, they're homeschooling their children, I'm sure. No, these kids aren't school age. We just discussed this, Rhino. Pay attention. I'm telling you. Yeah, really? <laughs> I don't know. Well, clearly, they're homeschooling their children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's the next story? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clearly. All right, our next news story. Disney Springs starts first day oh, of... I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Do, uh, I'm, I'm not being mean to you. Do me a favor. Put his headphones on and just listen to the audio. Everybody sounds all over the place. Okay. Thanks. Go on. All right. Dizzy Springs saw its first day of American Idol auditions. American Idol is celebrating its new ABC home by holding auditions for its returning season in Disney Springs. And August 17th was the first day for fans and 
and hopefuls to display their vocal talents. Long lines of prospective contestants gathered in the sweltering heat, joined by some idle alumni who were there to share their views on auditioning and their thoughts about the show's new Disney connection. Senior supervising producer Patrick Lynn expressed contentment with the turnout, saying, quote, I'm impressed by the turnout. I'm impressed by what we're singing. I can't even see the end of the line right now. This is great, especially in this heat. No, not for the people standing in the line. <laughs> exactly. Ruben Stuttered, Jordan Sparks, and Chris Allen, all previous Idol winners, were present to support the massive crowd of aspiring singers and share their personal feelings about the show. About the fact that they can't sell an album between them. <laughs> right. Uh, Jordan Sparks, winner of season six and longtime American Idol fan herself, recalled her first experience wanting to be a part of the show, watching Kelly Clarkson become the season one victor. She recounted, quote, I, look at my mom, I looked at my mom and said, I want to do that. I wanted to be on stage evoking emo- emotions through song. So, uh, don't laugh at Jordan. I'm not. Okay, I am. Um, I want to evoke I want to evoke. Sorry, Norma Desmond. So, having, having been someone who gave up on Idol several seasons ago. You stopped trying yeah. out? Well, we kind of left yeah, with Paul. Trying out. <laughs> we kind of left with Paul Abdul. <laughs> what is the new thing on ABC going to be like? Is it going to be the same judges? Is it going to be... No, it's uh, the only judge confirmed at this point is Katy Perry. Um, is She is confirmed. They have not announced who the other judges Thank are going. I'm already out. Ryan Seacrest is still... Ryan Seacrest is back hosting. Um, they Again, I'm had, already out. They had to back up <laughs> yeah. a Brinks truck, apparently, to his oh house to get him to do it. Um, but um, a friend of mine, I was telling these guys before the show, a friend of mine uh, went and tried out. And he had actually made it to Hollywood Week a few years back, maybe about seven or eight years back. And he said it was so different than when Fox was doing it, that when Fox was doing it, it was really incredibly well organized. It was done in arenas. He said, "This was this was crazy that where they were in a field out behind uh, uh, Lanuba Cirque du Soleil, and there was like tents set up, and it was kind of you know seven or eight years ago, American budget. Idol was kind of like a ratings juggernaut, though you know it was kind of a big big deal on Fox. Uh, I think they're probably just kind yeah, of scaling back that's to what see I where thought. this goes. But he actually made it through that round, and he made it through the next round with the producers." And he's going to get an opportunity to audition for the judges when they pick all the judges and announce when he can go do that. So, um, yeah. So it's it's that's you know really exciting. It's why I was excited about this story. Um, but uh, I think during our next gathering, whenever that is happens, we should do the Diz Got Talent, <laughs> and we should have. People. I want to stand up and evoke emotion um, okay. through song. You're evoking one for me right news, now, people. So my brother-in-law, Travis, just texted me to let me know the dad from our previous story. Do you want to know how they're doing all this? So he sold a mobile app for $54 million to Snapchat in 2015. Oh, good. Uh, So when when they say they sold all his... I'm assuming he Googled it to find out and send this to me. So when they say he sold all his stuff, they meant (laughs) his house, his car, his his furniture, 
and an app worth $54 million. So, so the end game is kind of clear now. Yeah, really. <laughs> See, I was right. It wasn't a sham wow, but it was close. Oh, it, was a, it, was a, it was the slanket of, uh, of uh, App Store apps. And I'm sure that they have something set up where they're doing revenue, getting revenue from this. You know, they have ads on their stuff. Maybe they're going to go on American Idol. There Maybe he's go. one of the judges on American Idol. Oh who do you think? Who do you think they're gonna? Who should they have as judges? Oh. Who would you love to see? The problem is with ABC. I think they're gonna go safe. I don't think they're gonna do a Howard Stern. They're not gonna do a Simon Cowell. They're not gonna do anybody. Or a Britney Spears. Simon she was fun when he, she was crazy. What is that? Simon already said he definitely wasn't gonna. But do I'm just it. saying. Well, I he's think also on that other show, safe. right? Yeah. Well, he's on America. He's doing America's Got Talent. Yeah. But they've know. been able to pull bigger people, big people before. I mean, Jennifer Lopez. I love Jennifer on. Lopez. I actually watched it when she was on because I like her. I think she gives good advice. I think she I obviously like her has too. been in the business for a long time. She knows what she's talking about. She can sing. She can dance. Mm-hmm. She may not be Barbara Streisand or somebody like that. No, but she can, can absolutely, she can absolutely um, sing. Lady, I, whatever, I love her. But I love her. Um, if they brought her on instead of Katy Perry, I might watch it. I think they should go for crazy. I think it should be like Mariah Carey. Well, Katy Perry's pretty oh, crazy. Oh my lord, no! Oh, they went the, who went the <laughs> was it was it Idol? No, who was it? X Factor wasn't it? X Factor did Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj on the same <laughs> season. Good. That was brilliant. You could hear the eye rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think it should be Celine Dion. No, they're gonna have. Oh, like, I like Celine. I think they're going to end up like getting. There's going to be a Disney Channel star on this. You oh, know Selena it. Gomez or something. Yeah. Like that, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but because they do that, you know, there's everything has to have a Disney Channel star attached. Um, sure they are. <laughs> Rhino, you watch every single Disney show. Mm-hmm. Who would you think they would pick? Probably one of the kids from Descendants, like Dove Cameron, or um, I was going to say Dove Cameron. But they haven't even been in the business that long. <laughs> I, I know, but were you? They're a big draw. The Descendants is and, Dove and Cameron a boy or a girl? Dove? I, have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's human. They named her after a bar of soap. <laughs> and she's probably homeschooled. Oh, it's a shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so going to get email. Please don't write to the general account. Yeah, I really. I'm just write, write to Craig. <laughs> All right. All right. Third and final news story. <laughs> it's going to have to top this last one. Oh, it's a biggie. Eight Disney I rest- did the best I could. <laughs> Eight Disney restaurants win Wine Spectator 2017 Awards. Eight restaurants around the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts have been honored by Wine Spectator this year for their exceptional wine selection and service. Each year, the magazine selects restaurants from all 50 states and dozens of countries that display a dedication to wine that effectively complements their cuisine. You look very nice today. (laughs) (laughs) Cuisine. Cuisine. The award, <laughs> the award of Excellence was earned by Citrico's at Disney's Grand Californian Resort and Spa. Grand Floridian. What did I say? Grand Californian. Did I really? I, Kevin does that to me. Disney's Grand Floridian <laughs> Resort and Spa. What, you? because you haven't eaten at Citrico's often enough to not. know what, what state it's in? <laughs> I don't. Is it, have we really gotten to that point? Have you, have you gone to that point? I don't know what you mean. Narcoosie's at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk Resort, Yay. El Molino, New York Yay. Trattorina, Trattorina, Trattoria. See, this That's is what an Italian dancer. I just, <laughs> That's I John did, stage name. Trattorina restaurant dancer. I do, Trattorina Magi. <laughs> I do fine until he starts to give me 
grief, and then it all falls apart. <laughs> Try to read. Usually, a finger shows up in my even shot. Doing anything. Kevin was sitting there nicely no, and quiet. Pete John, is the one he's me blaming off. me. He's blaming me. He throws me off. Try to read him. Try to. I want that as his lower third next week. <laughs> that sounds like a good name for your next dog. No, that will not be my lower it's John, third. It's John Stage. Is his stripper name? Uh, Todd English's Blue Zoo at the Walt Disney World Dolphin. The best of award of excellence. That's not awkward. For taking their commitment a step further was earned by Napa Rose, Shula Steakhouse, and Victoria and Alberts. Uh, these awards are given to restaurants with wine programs that offer a, ro- a wide variety of producers and a breadth of regions with superior presentation. So, yeah, and the rest is just about wine stuff. I, first of all, I think I, I was really happy. I said this yesterday in the Daily Fix. I was really happy to see three of the uh, restaurants from the Swan Dolphin on this list. Il Molino, Blue Zoo, and Shula's. I thought that was that was really cool because I don't think they get enough love. Um they're phenomenal. I mean, Blue Zoo is not my favorite just because it's a lot of a lot, a lot of seafood. But Il Molino, I'm there all the time. I love Il Molino, um, and Shula's is fantastic. We've done a lot of events uh, over at Shula's. I'm surprised Jico is not on here because so G- was I with the wine selection. With I the agree. South African wine selection that they have, and they're actually, I mean, they get written up for that all the time. So I'm surprised they they didn't show up. But yeah, I mean, I think Disney really, you know, they're they take pride in this. There's actually we've been to adventures by not adventures by Disney. We've been to tables in Wonderland events where it's been wine pairings and things like that. This is something they really like to celebrate. Is their commitment to wine things? Yes. Oh, you leaned forward like you had something important to say. They even turned the camera on you like you had something important to say. <laughs> I just leaned forward. All right. <laughs> So that'll do it for the news. All right. Before we move ahead, we have a listener who's a good friend of ours, a good friend of this show, uh, just somebody we know really well, and she's waiting for some test results. And I just wanted her to know that we're thinking about her. Okay. All right. Well, then, um, thank you for that, Kevin. Thank you, John, for the news. Before we move on to rapid fire, we're going to shoot over to Mr. Steve Porter, who is in Disney Springs right now. And uh, he's got a construction update for us. How are you, Steve? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. Where are you? I am actually in Disney Springs, and behind me is the construction for the Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. Ah, and where what, what, where are you though? Like, so I'm located next to the Coca-Cola store. Oh, there you and go. In, okay. Yep, and in front of me is uh, Planet Hollywood. Uh that's funny. They're putting a Wolfgang Puck across from a Planet Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Next to a Coca-Cola store, how, how a, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> that's an interesting spot for it. That is interesting. Because at one point, yeah. I thought that was an entryway from the buses, but it looks like it's going Yeah, it, it is tucked away. It will have the uh, entrance right where the bus is, like you had mentioned. Um, it looks, I can actually, I'll flip this around and show you a little bit of the concept artwork. Uh, but basically, it's supposed to be a modern uh, farmhouse, uh, and it's supposed to feature a Mediterranean menu which is heavily based off his flagship restaurant, which is in L.A. So it's, there's no, uh, no mention on when it's supposed to open right now, uh, but the uh, Wolfgang Puck Grand Cafe, which was on the west side, closed on August 1st. So right now the only Wolfgang is the Wolfgang Express. Which is um, awesome. It's such a good uh, 
counter service location. It's sad that the Express is better than the cafe. It really is. I think that's why they're doing this. I mean, though. I'm glad they're getting rid of that ugly building. I'm try. Well, I tried that Wolfgang Cafe several times. Us too. And it was just. It was always a fail. Couldn't couldn't make it work. This Nothing. building that you're showing that. Concept art. It looks beautiful. It does look like it, it looks vaguely like um, art coming. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like Art Smith's place. Yeah. Well, let me let me show you. There's actually another picture. Uh, I'll walk down to the other side, and it will show, it'll show a little bit of what the inside's supposed to look like. Um, so let me. Flip Busy it day there, huh, Steve? Yeah, I was just gonna say he's like Steve's got it to himself. Nah, it's yeah, it's pretty empty uh, except for one second. Let me, all right. So yeah, that's that's the inside it has heavily like the wood beams and. Uh, some stonework, so it looks like rustic but modern at the same time. Um, doesn't really say Mediterranean to me. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, the, the, so the menu is Mediterranean. The theme, the structural theme, is a uh, modern farmhouse. Is what they say. Uh-huh. Well, you'd think they'd want the the structure. To <laughs> okay. Modern farmhouse. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Very modern farmhouse it. in Italy. Yeah, I, I, you'd think they'd want the the building to match the match the. I'm cuisine, okay with it. Yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, it looks beautiful. So, but they're not saying when. Uh, now, is there actually any construction activity going on there, or is it just the construction walls are up and that's it? The construction walls popped up, I think, on Friday or sometime over the weekend. So, I don't think there's actually any. So they haven't really, even bro- they haven't broken ground yet. Yeah, it's probably just a patch of grass beyond that wall. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. So then. For the rest of the day, I'm actually there's a lot more construction going on than I'd really thought about. Uh, but I just put up a construction update um, on Facebook and social and everything for um, the Edison, which there's a lot more progress on that than I thought there was. So go check out that. And uh, isn't that supposed the, to open this month? Yeah, like they released something that said it was going to be open earlier. Well, than thought. now it says later 2017. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Originally it was supposed to be summer, then it was supposed to be fall, and now it just says late 2017. Well, I had talked so, to someone. I had talked to someone recently who's involved with that project. And he was saying it was this month, and that was not even a month ago. So um, they only got it. They only got a little. uh, They have like what a week left before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't have too much faith on that uh, getting up before September. And then I actually still need to go the wine bar. Uh, I'm going to put up a post about that. I have to. That's my next venture is to go over there and take some pictures over there. All right. Well, go do that and enjoy the rest of your day over at Disney Springs. Thanks for calling in, Steve. Thanks, guys. All righty. Have a good day. Bye. His hair is getting all swoopy looking in front. I thought his hair looked good. He's trying to be right now. Aren't, aren't we all? Oh, we said the same thing. I like how we, we, we concentrate on the important things. <laughs> yeah, really. Does his hair look good? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's out there, you know, reporting live doesn't mean anything. His hair looks good. No, but that restaurant looks interesting. I gotta tell you, Disney Springs continues to surprise me. It's unbelievable. It, I mean, just continues the stuff they put in there, the places that they that they're adding constantly. But I will say this: be careful. Um, I'm pretty sure that I got pink eye from trying on sunglasses at Disney Springs on my birthday. Wow. <laughs> wow. Two days later, I have pink eye, and no one in my family's had pink eye. No one I've come in contact with has had pink eye. But it came two days after trying on sunglasses at Disney Springs. So just, I'm just telling you You might be doing it wrong. Well, I don't know that that's (laughs) Disney Springs' fault. Well, Um, the people that work in the sunglass place, they're supposed to clean those, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's probably part of the job description. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can get pink eye I'm if you touch sure a hand railing it. where someone who had pink eye. Yeah. I used to teach kindergarten. One kid got pink eye. Whew, it went it's right the through the class. the thing I could think of that where and things were coming in contact with my eyes that were strange. So well, I'm just, just saying. Just your hands coming in contact with your eyes. Is there this are what not you had in mind when you wanted us to stretch? <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, not pink eye. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to rapid fire. We'll start with you, John. All right, I want to remind folks that you can save up to 30% on a five-night stay or 25% on a four-night stay this fall at Alani. You have to book by October 24th, 2017. These are good for stays now through December 21st. 2017. Obviously, it excludes the holiday periods, but um, great savings at Alani. So for sure, if you're interested, if you're going to take a last-minute trip, this is definitely something you should think about. In addition, if you book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, you will get the refillable resort mug for everybody in your party. So I could be ready in about 20 minutes. Can you? Yeah, really. I'm dying to get back out there again. It's so beautiful out there. I know. Well, you were just out there in May. We were. I have to get out there. <laughs> And all we do is think about when we can go again. All right. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Kevin. I'm going to talk about our Viking uh, Italy cruise on March 24th of 2018. We have about 20 people or 120 people going with us. Uh, The lower categories event are constantly selling out. Right now, if you've looked at our pricing, the lowest category, the entry-level category at this point is DV2. And the price has risen to 61 Sixty-one fifty for this two is, people. Yeah, this is the first time now you can't get a room there under six thousand dollars. Right, um, but that's for two people total, that's four not two each. People. Right. But it, we started out in the fours, and those rooms have sold out. The bottom, the lower priced cabins, because they're all balcony staterooms, sell out the quickest. Uh, there's also a couple of the upper categories that are down to one or two categories uh, left available. So if you're thinking about doing it, it's not getting less expensive. It, it's the prices are increasing, or at least the entry level prices are increasing. The, our prices have. And where increased. are we going? We are starting in Rome, and we're going to hit Naples. We're going to hit Bari. We're going to uh, stop in Croatia, and this ship arrives in Venice the day before the cruise ends. So you overnight in Venice. There's a different stop every day. Your shore excursions are included. Your dinners are included. Wine and beer are included with dinner. Several of the stateroom levels include everything in your minibar every day. Mm. So uh, lots to see and I'm do. very, very excited about this trip. We are too. And are i got to be honest with you, a seven-night Mediterranean cruise on any other cruise line is more expensive, and excursions are extra. Drinks are extra. You don't have a minibar. Now, this is a smaller ship. Uh, it holds 940 guests, or I think it's 934. Please don't hold me to that. It's some odd number like that but you know you look at something like the uh, disney ships that have five thousand or the you know right. the, the oasis of the allure that holds forty five hundred or right, five thousand right. guests this is 900 guests but we're going to hug the coast of italy and make a different stop every day and end up in venice mm. can't wait can't wait especially but, especially uh bari because that's where my grandmother's from that's really cool my family's from bari so there's a we watched a house hunter show one time and there are these special buildings they're called the truly houses and they're sort of circular with um a circular roof they look like conical a, roof a conical roof that's a better word for it and they're a world heritage site and i would really like to see those so there's something different but your excursions are included everything's um are you gonna do some research and see if you have family there I, I 
if they if it's so far back, I don't know. Like all the Werners down at the docks. Well, it wouldn't be Werner; it would be the Benedictus. But um, I'm just teasing. Yeah, so I don't. I just want to go and like just see. Good Mari. news: the final payment isn't due until just before Christmas, so um, we've got some time. But you do; it is coming up. Sorry, kids. Mom and Dad are going to Italy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, this is um, it's an all adult cruise. The, there are no one under the age of sixteen is allowed. Yay! Okay, I'm done. All right, thank you, Kevin. Teresa. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm just waiting. You're already talking about t- Tasty Treat. What else is left? Twisty. More, not more tasty. Food. It's twisty. Oh, more food. Guests attending Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party are in for some awesome treats. Um, just to talk about a few of them. A pumpkin Mickey waffle with vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, sprinkles, and caramel sauce will be available at Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that sounds good. Jack Skellington's also going to have his little tr- dessert at Liberty Square. It looks good, too. Um, then there's uh, four different haunted mansion desserts, and they're going to be available at Aloha Isle, Anti-Gravity's Liberty Square Market, and Storybook Treats. Each of them are different and cool and got this little haunted mansion picture on top. Are they cupcakes? What are they? You're not describing these. Yeah, really. Oh, I don't know. like eclairs. But yeah, they're kind of shaped like an eclair. Chocolate tarts. They're like tarts, um, but they're shaped more like eclairs. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> Peanut. Well, they're all different flavors. Red. One's raspberry. One's um, white chocolate with Oreo in it. Mm. One's um, filled with chocolate ganache and topped with peanut butter icing. One's oh, uh, lemon oh, curd Lord. and strawberry compote. That sound good. Um, a pumpkin. The teacups. There's going to be insulin. <laughs> a pumpkin cheesecake dome with a graham cracker streusel base, orange white chocolate glaze, and a white chocolate Mickey can be found at Main Street Bakery and Gaston's. Then, of course, at Pecos Bills, they've got the um, worms and dirt treat. Classic childhood. Looks like a little grave with worms coming out of it. That looks good. Chocolate crisped rice treat and vampire Mickey brownies will also be offered at a variety of outdoor vending and kiosks throughout the Magic Kingdom. Um, Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies and Tomorrowland will dish up candy corn ice cream. <gasps> yeah, find the candy corn ice. Bring cream. it on, people! Oh. Main Street, and that's all for the party. Main Street Bakery is going to have their normal. Um, Cupcakes and Halloween decorations. Candy corn things. ice cream versus Captain Crunch ice cream. This sounds this could good. Get interesting. But I found this interesting. Okay, so I found this the other day. This is the thing from five years ago mm-hmm. for the Halloween party. How they have upped their game in the last five years. You never Don't tell me. Well, I'm just saying. There's nothing like that in here. Oh. I mean, it's just. I looked it over. I can no, see if no, you can look and see if there's anything. I have a dumb question. Well, I probably don't these are answer. an extra cost, right? These are not included. In, Correct. You right. Don't just get okay. right. You get the candy for free. You get the candy yeah, for free. Yeah, you get all the candy. So there used to be at one point they gave out a cookie. A cookie and the hot Christmas. chocolate or juice. No, that's, or, that, that was they, Christmas. That's Christmas. I, I, Halloween, I, you got cider, Hall- I think. Cider. Halloween, they give, they give out candy. They yeah. give out candy. I mean, you you're trick-or-treating. And they're going to make 50 of each of these. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the fact, I mean, did you see these? the pictures are amazing. They look great. And that there's such awesome a variety. show them to our viewers. That'd be great. Well, they could look on our website and see because they're, that's where I got the pictures. Um, or, or someone could have. That was a little. That was a little passive aggressive dig at the production team. Look, at this. he chose a photo that I thought was appropriate. That one's cute. This looks delicious. But that's, that just, that's one dessert. Okay. That's what is the that cheesecake one? dome cheesecake with the white chocolate Mickey on top. On see, I was paying attention. Uh, and uh, if you want to see more, follow along with us on uh, Friday night. 
and we'll show you them all firsthand. That's right. We're awesome. going to be. The Halloween so. party starts this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah, sorry, you but Friday night. I am trash for pumpkin flavors. What's that? You're making Cracker Barrel look like slackers. I don't know what that means. Oh, they have their Chris- their Christmas decorations up in February. <laughs> are you all dressing up, or are you just going and... It's really hot out. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> no. He just got back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, he probably overate in Ireland. He can't really fit into the... <gasps> she- oh, oh. Oh. She knows what's true. She went there. She knows what's she true. Went he there. says it all the time. Himself. I can't say what's true. She's, no. She knows no. what's true. <laughs> no. No. The shade of it all. I can say it. His don't Power Rangers it. costume might be a little snog. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. really. The hole's getting deeper. This is, a, this no, is she such knows. an early I have to party. wear it again in November, the first week of November, so I'm sweating oh. it right now. So. <laughs> I'm going in September. I, uh, August is just a You're little gonna too You're going to borrow my nose. No, I'm going to the Halloween party in September. <laughs> August is way too early. No, we're going to be there on Friday. Heck yeah. Yeah, so, all right, thank you, Teresa. Julie. Drink lots of water, guys. You're going to get dehydrated. So, ABC has officially ordered a live-action pilot of the Jetsons. I was stunned. <gasps> yeah, I'm super excited about this. I knew Teresa I'm would excited be. excited about this, yes. So, you going to try out for Rosie? <laughs> I, I could be Rosie. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, anyway, um, according to several sources, the beloved cartoon from the 1960s is coming to ABC as a live-action series. Oh my gosh. It'll be based on the classic um, Hanna-Barbera cartoon and set 100 years in the future. <laughs> Barbera. Barbera, yeah, Barbera. Barbera. Whatever. Barbera. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, it is an E. Um, I'm not going to talk about who the people are producing it because nobody cares or knows. But the original Jetsons animated series aired for 24 episodes only, which I didn't realize really? that. Really? That's From all? 62 to 63. And then... Um, in 1985, it was revived yeah, and sucks. in syndication, but it did have 41 new episodes that were produced at that time. Hmm. With the originals. Um, there was an animated Jetsons movie in 1990, and then um, that was the last Jetsons project until the WWE had a direct-to-DVD, The Jetsons and WWE Robo-WrestleMania. Who knows? Oh, my wow. Lord. How about when the Jetsons met the Flintstones? But do you think... That was awesome. Yeah. Well, that's like they were a counterpart to the Flintstones yeah. okay, so when it was in g- prime time. G- given the fact that the last time the Jetsons were quote-unquote new in pop culture was 1990, according to this, a movie. Well, was... Yeah. Um, yeah. Counting in then... That. Do you think that, I mean, we all know what the Jetsons are, but we're all, you know, women of a certain age. Um, do you think that... See, I was a part of the revival. Like, I wouldn't remember the 60s, obviously, but 1985, I was five. Me too. Okay. My children, <laughs> no, it's, it's my people that exposed it to their children. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of children would know what the Jetsons are. Because my kids all know and what the Jetsons are. That's not my point. Are. I think they oh. know what the Jetsons are. But do you think this is going to have enough cultural relevance to support? I mean, this is a you're, you're talking about a primetime show on a major network. It's yeah. if they play it off like mm-hmm. very sitcommy, um, like kind dinosaur. of like I would well, have to say, yeah, modern, yeah. modern Family, yeah, like how Modern Family, Goldbergs, how a lot of the ABC shows are yeah. right now, very family. Family friendly with a slight bit of edge, but just really a lot of lot of laughs. Then it I is, think they could pull it off. It's like what when they redid uh, Tomorrowland. It was very hard for Disney World to keep up with what tomorrow might look like. The uh, 
Communicore was the same way. When Epcot first opened, all of those things were very new. A lot of those things came to be. I mean, the Jetsons, one of the big things was they had picture phones. Remember, they could talk to each other and see each other? Well, mm-hmm. That's no longer a big deal. So then the question becomes... But it's being set 100 years in the future. From here. The problem is, how do you keep guessing (laughs) what that future is? Disney World actually went retro future with an H.G. Wells kind of theme. It's hard to keep up with that what is tomorrow. So they're going to have to... I think they're going to have to go for camp. In this, I think, if you go back to the original ones, there was a lot of sexist... Weird. Oh, yeah, it was very 1960s It was very 90s, 60s. Can they do that? They can't do that for no, the new because it, it would, but sure. it's going to change it. It's going to change it. Yeah. It's going to change so it. So that's why I'm wondering. It's the Jetsons wondering... for now, not the Jetsons from then. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's the same characters, just in a new setting. And you know, I mean, I loved, I was a huge fan of Back to the Future. And like, you know, Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3. So like whenever Marty got to see himself, you know, as yeah. future Marty, like I think that was really cool. So this will be, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they do with it. Do they say I, who he- the stars are? I'm sorry. No, they don't say here's, who. Here's what my concern is. Um, doing a live action remake of something like Beauty and the Beast is one thing. It's a timeless story. This is not a timeless story. This is not a single story that you're, you know, you're, you're reinterpreting in, an, in a different way. Um, you're trying to take an old animated 60s sitcom and turn it into a live action sitcom in 2017 or 2018. Um, I don't know that it's going to translate the same way. I don't either. Um, the 60s, the future looked bright. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you know, know I mean? no, unless it's, it's post-apocalyptic. But we need that now. We the The people of today need to look into 100 years in the future and see something positive positive and fun. So I think I'm this hoping is great. they spin it that way. I think it's going to be awesome. I hope it's awesome. Well, keep in mind, too. So. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep in mind that in the 60s, when the Jetsons were on, it was the midst of the Cold War. Right. Um, so, you know, even Ruh-roh. then... So anyway, I don't want to go too much further on this, but it should be interesting to say. I, mean, I, I think you're going to have to go with like a real camp thing. Kind of like the old Lust in Space kind of thing, you know? It's got to be that sort of... It's That's coming back too. I, I don't mean that particular thing, but it. it I don't know how to explain. For Jane it, to go to the little thing and put on her day face instead of her crappy night face. Okay, <laughs> <I can't wait. laughs> All right, thank you, Julie. Rhino. Um, mine's not nearly as exciting as the Jetsons. It's just that Disney has now expanded their mobile ordering service to include Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom. So. Um, I think it includes now Backlot Express, ABC Commissary, Pizza Rizzo, um, or however you say it, Craig. Pizza Rizzo. Uh, Electric Umbrella, Liberty Inn, um, in the World Showcase, Columbia Harbor House, Pinocchio Village House, Pecos Bills Cafe, Restaurant Source, Deluxe Burger, Cosmic Torres, Starlight, and Satuli Canteen. Um, and Pizza Fari. So they've expanded to quite a few restaurants. Quite a few, quite very quickly. Yeah, and well, I've, Craig and I used this service um, when we were at Pandora, and it worked out really well yeah, for just us. for those who may not be familiar with what this is, why don't you explain what the mobile quick order is? Um, yeah, so in your, um, in your My Disney Experience app, you can, um, when you're in one of the parks, you can select whatever uh, restaurant you're gonna you want to dine at, and essentially quick service restaurant. Yeah, quick service. So essentially the same way if you've ever used the Chipotle um, 
ordering really any food mobile ordering service at this point uber eats or anything like that it'll just give you the food options it'll give you you select what you want you can customize it in there too if, if it if it needs to be and essentially once you get into the restaurant you can say i'm here and the food gets like i'll put up on the counter for you and you just kind of skip the line walk up take the food and go about your business and you eat it you kind of like at my house <laughs> you, you can pay through the app yes through a separate credit card but it's still not linked to the my disney experience they're working on that okay. they're working on linking those they said that it should not be too much longer if it's not there already um so but uh yeah yeah, so it's cool. I like it. It works out well. I'm, I'm all about any time you can order food on your phone. It makes life a lot easier. All right. Thank you. That's You're a quote to live by. <laughs> That's why I can't fit in my Power Ranger costume. <laughs> Thank you, Rhino Craig. Okay, so uh, the Muppets Courtyard, which was just named Muppets Courtyard last year, uh, will now become Grand Park. So uh, that whole area is turning into Grand Avenue, and that's where the uh, baseline tap house is going to be coming to that we talked about a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, which that whole Grand Avenue is supposed to be um, a revitalization of present-day downtown Los Angeles. And then this area is supposed to be like New York, I guess, with Pizza Rizzo and all that. I don't really understand that. But basically, yeah, they're going to lose the name um, of Muppets Courtyard, change it to Grand Park. Uh, Muppet Vision 3D will still be there for the time being, but uh, lots of people have, you know, paid attention when they changed the marquee of Muppet Vision and they changed it to just a theater setting, a theater uh, marquee instead of like an actual giant Kermit head. That's very mm. telling of the future that could be happening there. They could easily change Muppet Vision on that sign to, to Frozen or anything else. Oh God, without help a lot us. of effort. Please. So. Um, yeah, for for the time being, it's all still safe. Just a name change, and uh, eventually we'll all enter Star Wars land through there. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. There you go. My bad. Just to tie on to the Frozen thing for just a moment, um, one of our listeners who I converse with on Twitter has told me that Frozen, the Broadway musical, is in tryouts in Denver. And I have tickets for the night after opening on uh, in February. Wow. Just so Ticketmaster. I couldn't get opening night, or it's probably going to be opening preview, like it was when I saw Bette Midler, but, um, uh, or Hello Dolly. <laughs> I saw Bette Midler, not Hello Dolly. <laughs> right, exactly. um, but, uh, yeah, um, tickets for that, uh, I think it was the 22nd were sold out, but I got tickets for the 23rd, so. And just randomly, that's closed. She's leaving January 4th. And I tried to buy tickets for Veterans Day weekend for all of us to go back again Uh. and got good tickets. And I was all ready to buy them. And the lady said to me, you know, she's not in it, right? And I said, no. She said, yeah, she's not doing it that that weekend. I was like, I don't want to go. She goes, but the other lady's really good. It's like, nobody's going to see the other lady. I want to go see Bette Midler. (laughs) But Bette Midler is leaving January 4th. Go. What theater is Frozen going to be? Oh, God. I can't remember. I wonder if it's the New Amsterdam. No, it wasn't. Because that, isn't that where Aladdin is still? I want to say Winter Garden, but that that would be <laughs> that <laughs> would be, be stupid. On the nose, right? That would be too on the nose. Um, <laughs> too satirical. But all right. Um, before we uh, wrap up the show, I want to talk about the hot topic on the boards this week. Um, this has really generated an awful lot of discussion. Apparently, right now at Port Orleans Riverside, Disney is testing out removing the individual bottles of H2O product, the shampoo, the conditioner, the body wash, in exchange for 
putting up the dispensers, now, supposedly of the H2O product still, but in dispensers that are mounted in the showers. Now, um, a lot of things, there, there seem to be three camps, and I'll let you guys guess which camp I'm in, um, three camps uh, forming uh, around this topic. One are the people who say it saves money and it's great and it cuts down on waste and, you know, good for Disney. Um, then you have the other camp who says, I don't like the idea of anybody else touching my toiletries. I don't want, you know, other people's hands on my shampoo. And then there's the camp that says, I hoard these things like crazy and I hate the thought that I'm not going to be able to uh, to get to you know to take them home as souvenirs anymore. Which camp am I in? Three. Hoarder. What's that? The hoarder. The hoarder. Yeah. I, I, have, I think I I can speak for several people at this table. We have enjoyed taking home the toiletries. Uh, I love that but part. I can kind of fit in all three camps. I think it's great that they're cutting down on waste. I don't want other people touching my shampoo, and I do like to take that crap home with me. <laughs> they're doing it at all the resorts, you said? Well, right now they're doing it just at Port Orleans. Um, with, uh, and the, the assumption at this point is that they're testing to see how it goes, and then it would be rolled out. I think there should be a fourth camp in this. Uh, those who say, these resorts cost a fortune, yeah. and I don't want to feel like I'm in a motel. And that's what that reminds me of. Those dispensers remind me of cheap hotels. Can you get the get the big dispenser off the wall and take it home with you? <laughs> well, I guess you can if you want to get arrested. <laughs> but I, you know, for me that is that was the first thing when I heard it. That was the first thing I thought. Okay, like a cheap a cheap hotel. Well, then are you going? Is this going to lower the price? Of course, I'm still going to take ten bucks off a night because I don't get no about right. So. It's oh. the way they're saving money. Also, you never really know what's in those dispensers. I, say, I would doubt what was in the dispenser. Yeah, I don't think you would Unless know. it came out Especially to be that yeah. emerald green pearly color that the shampoo is. Pearl. Okay, wait a minute. So you leave the room, someone else comes in. The dispenser's not completely changed out? No. No. <laughs> well, they just fill it back up yeah. on top of what's locked? already in there? That's well, what of I want to know. Use it what? Is it locked? Uh, yes. Can someone put something in there? Have you ever seen them? No. You just pop the thing open and there's it, a... The well, we don't know. We haven't seen what right. Disney is putting in. Well, so they just had a cruise ship and we had one. Yeah. Well, if there was a lock on it, I would feel better about not. the fact that more than likely it's shaped. We were just on the... retina scan so that only the maid can get We were just on the Explorers of the Sea in Alaska. And we had one on our bathroom wall. And but it's there was um, shower gel and then there was that shampoo slash conditioner. Oh no! Okay, sorry. Well, the thing for me though, I wish because I I want them to increase waste. That sounds bad, but those little tiny bottles that they already that they give you, it's not enough for a family of four for multiple days. If that one bottle is good for all of us for well, one. Well, they're night. supposed to replace them regularly. I, yeah. Well, but they don't always, and I'm like, oh, well, what I need you some do more is you take you, you <laughs> take the ones that are there, you hide them, you put them in your suitcase or the drawer, and then they'll keep. <laughs> so, like to have the one that you you have open, 
use that and then hide it. And then when they come in to clean the room, they'll put more. <laughs> there is another way. Those. Immediately, you could actually it. speak to the person taking care of no, the room. No, it's a challenge. Oh, it's a okay. challenge. No, I, I did think... not realize it was a game. Or like we do is we leave the empty on the doorstep, like Blair Witch. Get <laughs> <laughs> the hint. We need I, more. My you... thing is, how many people actually use the Disney toiletries anymore? They're kind of besides Since they the, went to H two O. I do, but besides the ones that you get at deluxe hotels, like the ones you get at Port Orleans, uh, moderate Even... and below. They're not that good. I dole them out to my kids instead of buying them shampoo. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. The H2O products are excellent. I I use the H2O product. Um, I I think they're good. Um, I think like the cruise line one's good and the stuff they give you at Deluxe. Well, that's the H2O spa, and then you have the regular Mm -hmm. H2O. But even the regular H2O, I have used that many, many, many times. And I I think it's really good. I, I use my own. Do you pack your own shampoo and conditioner, Craig? Yes. Anytime I travel, unless it's Disney Cruise Line, I will but use But you're also the good one ones. person. When you have four of you, oh, yeah, I'm not I agree. packing a giant I agree. And, the, and if you want to do a carry-on, it makes it easier not to worry about another liquid yep. on top of that in your exactly. bag. My, my thing is, like, how much money are you losing with the like is it are they losing millions a year in shampoo theft or something and it's not theft I well, they're mass that it, producing I well, think everyone keeps you referring take to every this. moderate and every uh, value resort I believe it's a, it's a lot of money but they keep referring to it as theft and I'm like this is what you're paying for yeah. when you go to the hotel like any hotel in the world like I when you go to Hershey the Hershey Lodge well, you get the little chocolate yes. yeah and I'm like yeah I took some you I take t- it it's advertising it's it's but what hey, I paid for. You want to talk about shampoo that's not that great? The Hershey Lodge shampoo. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> well, see, it's here's my here's it's my okay. feeling. Um, we all know the price of these resorts is far exceeds what these resorts could command if they were anywhere else. If they were not in Walt Disney World, we know damn well that these resorts would not be commanding the prices that they that they have. So if it's Disney just going going on the cheap and putting in dispensers with you know crappy shampoo and conditioner and body wash uh, then shame on them. It might be the same stuff though. Or what you can do is bring lots of empty bottles yeah. and then just fill the hell out of them. <laughs> Especially the bottles with the little Mickey ears on them. When we travel, John and I take a bottle of shampoo with us all the time. And it's enough for two people for two weeks. So I'm assuming it's enough for your family for for a week. Yeah, but one last thing I have to pack. And shampoo could explode. It could get everywhere inside someone's suitcase. I think you have a precedent. I think you've done this. And now when you take something away from people, it feels like they're getting less. You're right. No matter what they do to replace it, no matter what your personal way of traveling is, all of a sudden that thing you've become used to is not there. And I think it has a negative impact on it. They're going to have to put some other toiletries. They're going to have to put a shower cap, maybe a disposable razor, something people can take. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'll talk about razors around (laughs) Teresa. Let's not talk about razors. Not, you know, people do take these as souvenirs. And we've talked about this. We stayed in this hotel, and their their uh, toiletries are this. Mm-hmm. I have That's friends. The first thing I look at. I right. have friends who stay at the Waldorf and I bring every once in a while, and they have Salvatore <laughs> Ferragamo. Oh yes, they do, and it smells good. And it does. And I have a little <laughs> hoard of that at home. And I, I I have. There are two deep, massive drawers in my bathroom, my master bathroom. 
that I can barely close because they are full of hotel toiletries <laughs> over we the did years. That. When we moved, we took uh, like 40 pounds of that stuff to a domestic abuse shelter. Yeah, if you want to get rid of it, there's ways you should really think about this. I think about it. I'm like, no, I can't get rid of it. I'm going to need it. You're going to need it. Oh, he we stayed in a hotel one day. That oh, this long, beautiful hair that I have. Oh, we stayed in a hotel one time that has Hermes shampoo. I considered staying extra days. <laughs> well, some of these some of these shampoo lines, I mean, uh, the H2O you can buy. Yeah, I mean, you, you can, can go down it. to the gift store and buy the H2O spa. Um, but for some of these lines, you can't buy the shampoo. Okay. So, But in this case, you can. You can buy the H2O stuff. And I, I, I'll say, I, I think the, especially the H2O spa product, mm-hmm. um, is excellent, excellent. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. You know, is Disney going to going to do this at the value and moderate resorts? Are they going to try doing this at the deluxe resorts as well? Uh, or is this test going to fall flat in its face and they're going to say, no, we're going to stick with what we're doing? I doubt it. Like handles on a mug. Yeah, like handles on a mug. <laughs> so, you're still bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> Still better I'm about it. Better about a lot of things. They That's brought the handles back, though, didn't that. they? Oh, well, now you have a choice. You have a choice. Yeah, handle or handleless. So he's saying. So I guess the question is: Is it we've? Is it because they're saying people take it and they are losing money because people are taking it home, or is it just in general the cost of the bottle? I don't know. I they mean, they I don't think have Disney's, to factor in. Disney has an issue to state. They're going to so. lose. They're uh, one set. Whatever, whatever they put out, one set I for every night. Press you know, they're going to lose it. Use it or lose it. It's going to be gone. The rare person just leaves it in the room. But the untouched. thing is, I, I think they still have to clear it out if it's left. Sometimes, right? I'm saying one set every night. Yeah, they they have to work that into their budget understand. and account for it. So just leave it the way it is. Yeah, don't give me no big old tainted bottle that someone else touched. And it also looks really nice sitting there with the little bottles lined yeah. up, and you know. But I don't. So here's my only thing. This is soap and stuff. I get that. You know, you're touching it to your skin. But do you go in and like get ketchup and worry about who touched your ketchup yes. before? Yes, I do. do. But does that stop you from using it? No, yeah. no. I use a napkin. Okay. Craig, you are dealing with a whole <laughs> different level of crazy. <laughs> I'm, out. In. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out now. I well, just it'll just be to say interesting that. to see if they if, if they expand this resort wide and you know what the overall reaction is when it starts showing up at the poly. You know how how how's that market segment going to react? How are those bungalows. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. <laughs> but, you know, like you were saying, on Royal Caribbean and the sweets they have. However, they also had, in addition to that, the bottles. Yeah. It was also... It was we did have both. I should have said that. We had both. So then what are they going to do about the bars of soap? Are you now going to have a pump soap dispenser in the room? Body or wash. No, now it's Probably have the body wash. wash. I'm going to wash my face with body oh, wash. I, 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 well, I'm no, sorry. you'd have to have facial soap, but in as far as... Yeah, but it's that little sliver, and I'm sorry, it just gets lost. Where did that soap go? I had it. Lifting shit up. Oh, 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 (laughs) do you know? Every once in a while, we talk about this, and the only person who ever does it. Yep, you. Right there. What? All the crap I took before we went live of everybody so worried it was going to be me. It's only ever you. Nobody had someone else. You. Someone. 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 All right. All right. All right. So that's the that's the great soap discussion of 2017. (laughs) Soapgate. Soapgate. Um, 
And I, oh no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going any further with it. All right, that is going to do it for our show for this week, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a great week. Bye.